Well, good Friday morning to you. Here we are looking forward to the weekend again and thanking the Lord for the opportunities that are in front of us in this coming Lord's Day. And I hope that you're planning to gather together with God's people and enjoy the study of His Word and the worship of uh, our Lord, singing praises to Him, praying to Him, reading His Word, uh, being, being taught and preached to from His Word. All these are benefits, they're blessings to us that God has given to us. These ordinary, just means of grace that God provides that week by week we might grow in grace and the knowledge of Christ. Well, looking forward to the weekend. Well, today we're uh, reading in our Bible reading plan in the book of Daniel, first couple of chapters in Daniel, and interestingly ties in with yesterday's devotional, if you heard that one. Um, we were talking yesterday about in Psalm 119, verse 54, where the psalmist wrote and said that the, the statutes of God's word are his songs. The statutes are his songs in the house of his pilgrimage. And we contrasted that verse with uh, Psalm 137, where the psalmist is in the Babylonian captivity and writing in that captivity, and he says, uh, we're by the rivers of Babylon, and they want us to sing the songs of Zion, and how in the world can we sing the songs of Zion in this foreign land when we're captives and exiles in this foreign land? And we talked about that. If you didn't hear it, you know, go back to listen to yesterday's devotional, and I think it'll give some understanding in that contrast between those two things. But today, in Daniel chapter 1, we're actually reading about one of those exiles, we're reading about one of those individuals who was taken captive from Jerusalem and brought to Babylon and, and would actually spend the rest of his life in Babylon. Uh, we're talking about Daniel and his three Hebrew friends. We, it's interesting. We, we, think of, we remember Daniel by his Hebrew name, Daniel. But when we think of his three Hebrew, the other three Hebrew children, uh, we think of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And those are the Babylonian names that were given to them. Isn't that interesting how we, uh, how we don't think of them with their Hebrew names? What were, what were those names? Um, let's see, where are they? Um, in verse 6, he chose from the sons of Judah Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. I guess Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are just easy to fall off the tongue and easier, easier to remember, whatever. Well, anyway, these are four young men. They were probably early teens, 13, 14 years of age, maybe, when they're taken captive. They came from nobility. They came from uh, the upper crust of society in Jerusalem. Um, probably, their parents were probably wealthy or had political office of some kind. And they were considered to be promising young men that... Um, the, the king, Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon, could take advantage of and exploit and use in his kingdom. So he brings these young men, ex, their exiles, brings them as captives to the city of Babylon and puts them into captivity under the care of uh, others who will compel them to live a certain way, 
uh, to receive training from Babylonian educators. Even their diets are regulated by uh, those over them. And so here's a young man who's placed in a position of Psalm 137. And by the rivers of Babylon, how can I sing the songs of Zion? I don't know that we have any, I don't remember that in the book of Daniel, we have any record of him actually singing, but there are plenty of examples that Daniel did not lose his faith. And here he is in this land of exile where he's been taken captive. And he demonstrates for us a a starting point for how to live in a hostile world. Now, as again, as we pointed out yesterday, we have to think of ourselves as pilgrims and sojourners and not as exiles. And what I mean by that distinction is a pilgrim and a sojourner is, shall we say, there by choice. You know, we, we are in this world by virtue of having been born in this world. We weren't taken captive uh, by the enemy and brought to enemy territory. We're born into this, but this isn't our ultimate home. Our citizenship is in heaven. So until we arrive where, uh, in, where our citizenship is, we're strangers and pilgrims. An exile, on the other hand, is one who has been taken captive by an enemy and is forced to live where um, he doesn't want to and, and has no other alternative, has no choice in the matter. Well, Daniel is in the latter situation. But he provides for us an example of how to live, even as pilgrims, when the foreign land that we're living in is hostile toward us. How do we live? Well, the starting point of it all is in our hearts, purposing in our hearts that no matter what, I'm going to live for Christ. We see this in verse um, verse 7 and 8. It says, to them, that is to Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, the chief of the eunuch gave them names. And to Daniel, he gave the name Belteshazzar. To Hananiah, he gave the name Shadrach. To Mishael, the name Meshach. And to Azariah, the name Abednego. Now, there was a purpose for that. And the purpose was to uh, affect their identity, giving them Babylonian names instead of Hebrew names with the intention that they would forget their Hebrew heritage. That brings us to verse 8. Obviously, where they're living is hostile toward the, the, the Jewish faith, uh, the, the, the faith of, of God, of Yahweh, trusting in him. So what they want to do is get these young men to forget all of that and to take these Babylonian names, adopt the Babylonian religion, and so forth. And then we come to verse 8, how to handle it. Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with a portion of the king's delicacies, nor with the wine he drank. Therefore, he requested of the chief of eunuchs that he might not defile himself. There was this starting point in his heart that he was not going to defile himself in this Babylonian captivity, in this hostile land. Come what may, forced to do things that he doesn't want to do, forced to learn stuff that he doesn't want to learn, forced to take a name that he doesn't want to have, 
he's nevertheless purposing in his heart, I'm going to do right. I'm going to do the right thing. And there is the starting point, I think. There's the key to living successfully in a hostile environment. And that is the purpose in our hearts. We're going to do right no matter what it costs, no matter what it takes. We're going to do right. That may be involving some real hardship somewhere down the road. On the other hand, like Daniel, it may, we may find that God uses that resolution to do right to bring great blessing to us and others. But regardless of the outcome, Daniel didn't know when he purposed in his heart. He purposed in his heart. Let's have that same kind of resolve. Let's have that same kind of purpose that in this world, no matter how much it hates us or how much it doesn't like our, our viewpoints or our opinions and all the rest of that kind of thing, we're just going to resolve to do right. So, Heavenly Father, I pray that you would give us that um, resolution of heart uh, in this world in which we live that's sometimes very hostile to our faith. Help us, Father, to be faithful. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Well, have a good rest of your Friday. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and uh, gather together with God's people on the Lord's Day. Good day.